would you like to start, please? Yes, sure. Uh, Sean, start with Team News. And Seamus Coleman, how's he? Uh, yeah, he's got a, a, a niggly hamstring, which will need a bit of time to settle down, I think. Um, and he's been in fine form, so obviously that's a, um, another awkward one for us. But, uh, yeah, he's, uh, it shouldn't be too long, but he, he won't make it for the weekend. Is Nathan Patterson then 100% fit? Because I suppose you've also got the option of switching Ben Godfrey to the right-hand side and bringing Michael Yeah, in. it's as much game time as Poe, you know, coming back after an injury and then spending a bit of time out. So it's as much game time. And with the the way things have worked with the international and stuff, even even getting sort of uh, reserve games, you know, it's, it's been awkward. So, yeah, game time as much as anything. But he's certainly in the, the, the thinking. And Dominic Calvert-Lewin, what truth is there that he will be available to you this weekend? The truth is he's training and going along well. How's his training regime going at the Good. Moment? With someone like Dominic, when he's available again, and no disrespect to Alice Sims, because he's obviously still learning his trade in some respects, but does it make it easier when you've got a focal point to play someone like Damari Gray off that front man? Well, I think um, having good players available, and there's there's plenty of good players here, but having having good players available is always the, the start point. Um, and it, it helps if you've got strikers available who, who are proven, you know, and he is a proven striker. What are you also seeing from Tom Davis, from James Garner, to push to fill the role that Abdullah Dekore has filled so well for you? Yeah, they're going well. I mean, uh, Jimmy's you know returning after an injury, but he's he's had a number of weeks now with us and, and training hard and training well. And Tom's been at the club a longer period and played games, so he understands the role. Um, you know, we want flexibility within squad, and it's needed. You know, if you do get injuries, it is needed. So, um, yeah, we'll certainly have a thinking on with um, Duke coming out the side, who's done ever so well, of course, and trying to change the the best way that we can be effective. Just on Tom, obviously he's a free agent in the summer. What do you see as his long-term future? Yeah, we do, like I said to you a few weeks ago, we're in open communication with all these players and their agents. Fulham are on a four-game losing run at the minute in the Premier League, five including the, the Cup defeat to Manchester United. Their worst run of the season prior to that was four games without a win, two wins, two draws in that time. So I suppose the recent runs shouldn't really overcloud what has been a, a, a decent job that Marco Silva's doing. No, they did a very good job. Um, you know, the championship, you've got to come out of there, and they did, uh, and comfortably so. Um, and then they've done had a fantastic start. But an awkward spell, but that can happen in the Premier League. We, we certainly know that, you know, and it can happen um, to anyone, more or less. Um, you'd like to, well, I suppose it can happen to anyone. Look, you know, Chelsea have had a, a tough uh, spell, so it can happen. Um, and it's unlikely when your club's outside of the big six, it's unlikely you don't have a spell like that. Um, we've got a safeguard against that, any reactions to that, but we've got a. You know, we stepped slightly off it at Man U, but they played very well. But the other performances have been strong, I think, the way we've gone about it. Home, particularly, and the, the, the feeling in the stadium has been absolutely fantastic. Um, we've got to use all those things to our advantage. When you say the players slipped slightly off it against Manchester United, what do you say to them to make sure that they are bang on it when it comes back to Goodison Park this week? Well, no, sometimes you have to remind them of the truth on the day. They, they, were, they were better than us, particularly first half. You know, second half, we, we calmed the game down a bit. But they were, they, they, you know, even some of the, the players at Man U, I know, and staff there, it's, it's the best performance for a while. That can sometimes happen. Um, and we sort of hung in there. So that some of the habits were good and, you know, and we defended well at times when we had to, last ditch as it was. Um, but, you know, it's just, if, if you come off slight in the Premier League, it, it finds you out. And it did on that day, but against a very good side. So, you know, we've got to make sure that we remind ourselves of the performances before that. You know, it's not just about, the last one doesn't guarantee the next one, good or bad. You know, it's about that whistle blows and you're ready to go. I say it all the time because I mean it. Just back to Fulham, I mean, what difference do you see when they're missing someone like Mitrovic? And also, how does it impact a side when the manager is is serving a touchline ban? Does it impact them at all? 
Well, I haven't uh, served one, so I'm hoping, not, yeah, I'm hoping not to learn that experience. But, you know, it happens. Uh, moments in, in a game and, and sometimes, it, you know, these, these flashpoints happen. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know that experience, but missing, missing players for anyone. If you're missing good players and Mitchford is a good player, then, then it's bound to have some kind of effect. Um, and, and you want people to step in. That's certainly my thinking here. Obviously, it's another opportunity. And you look at the fixtures. I don't know how much you do look at the other fixtures, but there's tough games for those sides in and around you as well. Do you look at it again as an opportunity to open up just a little bit of daylight between yourselves and the bottom? The biggest thing I believe in with it, and I've, I think I might have said this before, but I certainly have in-house, is that, you, you know, you, you take a lucky one. I've said it before. You take a lucky one. You take one where a fixture might go, your, you know, sorry, a fixture outside of your one, um, or, or two or three can sometimes go. But at the end of the day, you want to do it by design. You know, we're trying to build something here that can be down to us. You know, what we're doing, what we're playing like, what we're achieving. That's that's the main um, focus. And and I, I think I, I definitely said before, Wony has a good saying, you know, there, there has to be a future in it. And and as much as you will take a lucky one, and you take one when, you know, it's, it's not your day, but you still win or you get a point and all that, of course you take them over a season. They're, they're still important. But you want to see a performance. You want to see a team that are performing in, in, in the right manner with the right things to go and win games. And that's certainly a more important factor rather than just hoping for the best with other um, teams' results. Uh, a couple of things <coughs> to check Excuse with you me. away from the game. Just on Jordan Pickford, there was a report that there's a verbal agreement for him Who to leave. Who reported it? I'm always intrigued. <laughs> Who I can't tell it? you that. That's, oh, no, right, that's, of course that's, you can't, yeah. <laughs> but uh, when, when, no, when you're hearing stories no, like that, there's nothing no verbal all, agreement no. as regards that. <coughs> uh, and, and obviously we've seen... Uh, the reports on, on Deli Ali this week. I, I realise he's under contract, on, on a loan contract at the moment, but at the same time, this is his parent club. So what action does the football club, do you take? Do you speak to him? Because people are saying or believing that this could be the end of, of his career. Uh, well, he's he's not here, obviously. Um, he's got an injury, um, which will keep him out for some time. So that needs to be dealt with. Um, some of the stuff that's been reported, he, you know, he's he's 26. He knows, like most footballers, they know certain things they should be doing, shouldn't be doing. But at the end of the day, as a manager, um, forgetting about Everton Football Club, as a manager, you, you can't control everything they do in their lives. You know, it seems to be this myth when they say, "What's the manager doing?" You go, "What about what following them around every minute of every day that they live their lives?" You can only guide people with with what you think is good for them. Um, and eventually, players have choices. So we recommend they make good choices, of course. Um, but behind that, he's factually injured. He's come back with a, a proper injury that's going to take some time to, to get sorted out. Um, so he'll use that period wisely, I hope. Have you spoken to him? And do you I feel have. that you can get him, I suppose, back on track? In some I just point. feel that he needs to get his injury right and then we'll take it from there because it's not going to be like a week. It's going to be a number of weeks. You've got to Stuart Penley Productions. Hi, Sean. Hi. Um, <coughs> you've got four home games to go. How important is the, is the, the Goodison factor going to be in that regarding the support? Well, we'll see. It's certainly, uh, we want it to be important because we want to build that mentality at home, that fortress throughout the fans and the way they go about it. And they have been doing, they've been excellent. I mean, you know, I couldn't question it at home or away, but I couldn't question them. Um, and, and I think the, the team have somewhat responded, you know, at, at home and, and some of the away performances, like I say, stepped off a little bit last week. Um, but generally the team have responded um, and given the fans something to cheer about as well because, um, you know, it's not just a one-way street this. You know, the, the players have to um, use their energy but then give the energy to the fans and I think that's been a, a good balance so far. Um, but you can't just guarantee the home. You know, we want to we want to change the mentality away. It's been well documented before my time in the last couple of seasons. The away form has, has not been where everyone wants it to be, including myself. 
myself. Um, so looking at different ways of taking that on because over a Premier League season, if you're building a real mentality, then you should be going away with the same kind of home mentality, apart from your fans, of course, but the, the on-pitch mentality to take everything that comes your way and take it on. You know, And, and I, think, I think that's a mindset change that we've been working with the players on. Lots of your players went through this last season um, successfully in the end. Does that experience, positive experience in the end, help? I think it helps. I think um, the the control of a performance can help, you know, and, and, and being through that experience uh, before. Uh, we want to change that quite obviously, um, but it's a valid thing to have when you need it. So we want that to help. But uh, it's, it's still, you know, everything counts in football. So every time that whistle blows, it's every detail of every performance, every bit of focus. Um, and alongside that, finding that, it's hard to explain, but there's like a... It's like a professional way of playing that's still relaxed enough where you can perform. You know, it's finding that nice balance between focused on the job and and and, and fully concentrated, but also that freedom to go and play. And you know, I think that's uh, when teams are playing well and they're free flowing. That's the the measure that you find. And we're certainly discussing that with players and how we find that. And um, we've seen patches of it and we've seen some really good signs of it. And now it's taking it on as a consistent basis. Goal scoring has been a bit of an issue this season, but. Three clean sheets, and I think, in your five Goodison games so far. How much work are you putting into the defensive organisation? Because obviously, clean sheets mean that you've got a great chance of winning the game. Well, I think um, you know when I came here, there was a, a lot of talk at both ends of the pitch, and we, you know we had to tr start with one. And I think the base to work from, if you like, are the energy of the team, the culture of the team, but also the organisation. We felt that was important, the way that we wanted to go forward. So we worked on that side of things. That the, the, the finest uh, balance you need to strike is when you get the defensive format right and the work ethic and the, the belief in the team, but then also the attacking uh, format right. And we've shown better size, the signs of that, sorry, statistically. Um, and we've got to keep doing that. You know, we've got to keep getting the balance right um, because the Premier League's an unforgiving league. We all know that. Um, and you have to get the balance right at both ends. So that's certainly a big focus of the staffs and going into the players as well. You were really involved in an intense relegation battle with Burton because you were usually safe with, with games to spare. So how are you finding the situation? Do you look at the fixtures and the permutations? I don't have to look too far beyond my time Burnley to realise that it ended well, but there was periods in the season when it is tough. You know, that's just the reality of the Premier League. It can happen to more or less, not literally everyone it seems. You know, I, I doubt Man City will find themselves in that situation currently. Um, but it's happened to most teams. You know, you fall down there for a spell, you have to find your way and navigate your way through it. So there's not an exact way of doing it, but I think I know uh, some ways that are very important to us. Thank you, Stuart. We'll go to Julia, BBC Radio Merseyside. Hiya. I'll just have a quick... Uh... Well, unless you've heard something. Um, we'll just chat a little bit more about <coughs> Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Obviously, you know, he's always the person you're asked about most in press conferences ever since you've started here and there's there's a lot of pressure when he returns to the squad whether that be this weekend or as soon as he goes out on the pitch how can you manage that pressure on him because it is a lot for him isn't it no pressure from me there is from the outside though that's relative you know that's football if you want to be a big player you're going to take what comes your way these big players play for England score goals had fantastic seasons here at times, so that's what comes. You know, that's part of being a, a professional footballer. Everyone should want that, really, because if usually, if usually, sorry, you, you're under some kind of whatever kind of pressure it is, then it's for a reason. That's usually you're a top player. I remember seasons ago, uh, well, probably not every season, but certain seasons when Harry Kane was questioned, he ends up 
in the top scorers virtually every year. So he deals with it. It's a way of dealing with it. You find your way of dealing with it, both as an individual, guidance from the staff, his teammates around him. But he's not the only one here. There's other players under pressure. What about the players who haven't got them records, the ones who are trying to get their way into the game, to try and forge their way forwards into the game and be them people who get the noise and the pressure. That's all part of it. Jordan Pickford's performance has been praised against United despite the results. Are you Now you work with him closely and you see him day to day, are you surprised that there's still sometimes debates in the media about his England place? It happens. Like you were just saying about um, Dominic, and it happens. You know, you become a big player. You, it's very rare that the big players just have a constant stream of positives. You know, there's always someone out there. It doesn't, it doesn't make news unless you're going to pick with things. You know, that's the way it goes, you know. So I'm sure he's well used to that. I'm sure he's well versed in it. His age with his experience. I don't think that's a drastic problem to him. I think he's been through it. He's heard the noise, the good, the bads and the ugly. Most players have when they get to a certain age, and particularly if it's a top player. Um, and you find your way of focusing throughout that. And you find your, your inner belief in your consistent values and what you stand for. Someone who's not here at the moment, but he's doing really well at Preston is Tom Cannon. How closely do you keep an eye on that? Do you speak to him? Because I know you've been watching the under-21s, but I just wondered about with him being out on loan. and doing No, not at the moment. I mean, it, you know, a lot of the younger players, they're, they're out there for reasons, doing well. They've got people here who monitor it. Um, there's a time and a place when that will come my way. Um, but at the minute, we're just monitoring from a distance. Um, and when, I, when I meet them and they come back in, then we'll share a view. But sometimes best left alone. You know, the part of the loan experience has always been a belief of mine. Um, even knowing the players a lot better at my time at Burnley, I, I didn't used to be all over them, but neither my staff. Part of their growth is for you to not be doing that. Part of their growth is to be in someone else's hands. Part of their growth is to be away from the, the kind of safeness of the environment and going into a new one and taking that on and all the new voices and everything that comes with it. So actually, I wouldn't some other players anyway. Um, so be, in fact, that some of them I don't know at all, have never met them then. Why would I get in the way of their progress, especially when they're doing well, which it certainly seems like he is doing. I get reports, of course, but I, of course, so I'm aware. Uh, but I don't, I don't get reports on them as person, as people, rather. Um, just you mentioned, there's no Seamus this weekend. Um, I just wonder, just generally in the squad, is there any other injuries or anyone available? Just some knocks and things we've got to keep an eye on, but sort of standard stuff at this stage. Um, you know, we'll see. Obviously, it's a Thursday. We'll see that nothing happens tomorrow. Hopefully. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. We'll go to Shamoon at BBC. Online, please. Hi Sean, just Hi. one for myself this week. Um, Premier League clubs today agreed to um, withdraw the gambling sponsorship on the front of their shirts. Uh, how uh, important is a positive step like that to be, to be made in here in England? Well, it's a collective decision. I've, I've just read it myself, so it's a collective decision by the looks of things. All parties have agreed with that. Um, you know, I'm not going to get too involved in the debates of judging about it. Um, but they've made a collective decision. That's the way it goes. Everyone, by, by the account, as everyone has agreed. And therefore, they've, I think it's 25, 26, I think I read. So then it disappears. Thank you, Shimon. We'll go to Will. Hi, Sean. Just Andros Townsend. Just wondering, obviously, he's had... Been Start out, that again, and, sorry. Andros Townsend. He's oh, been Andros, out for more than a year now. Um, I assume he'll take you know, a few weeks when he's back on the grass to, to get up to speed. Is it looking like he might be Well, serious, serious knee injury. Um, he's had his ups and downs, but he seems to be in a better place at the minute with his injury and how that's going. Um, we've just got to monitor that as the weeks go by. You know, there's no... You can't force these things when you've got an injury like that. It takes time and his, his body will adapt, but it does take time. So we're just working with him, the medical team are working with him, um, and he's working very hard himself. Do you think he could play again this season at all? Or? We'll have to wait and see. Just another one report on Isaac Price. Um, looks like he's going to be leaving the club at the end of the season. What can you say about that? Do you think Everton's offer to Isaac has been a fair offer? Not just in terms of monetary, but the pathway that the club can give him as well. Um, 
Well, I, I don't know the history of it, obviously. Um, coming in, I think there's a, a fair view of the young players here. You've seen uh, Simsy play games, you know, and, and the like. So there's a fair view. And a couple of the younger lads have been over training with us, the really young lads, a couple of the under-18s as well. So, you know, we, I certainly believe in that and the pathway for young players. Um, it takes different parties now. They've got to see it the same way. You know, some young players and their advisors don't see it the same way. That, that's just part of football life. Thank you, Will. Any more questions? In the